Hi, I'm Fadela, and this is Confidence, One Imperfect Step at a Time. I'm a coach, consultant, and author on a mission to rethink the way we build our confidence. I love deconstructing big ideas about personal development and turning them into practical strategies that anyone can use. I come unrehearsed, imperfect, and I speak from the heart. Today, I want to talk about this idea around being ourselves, being authentically ourselves. I'm sure you've read a lot about this or have probably seen it come up on posts, on LinkedIn or social media. It's been a bit of a buzzword, this um, authenticity, these past couple of years, or even longer for that matter. Um, But before we jump in, I think it's really important to start by asking ourselves a couple of questions. So the first one is about what it means to be authentic. Authenticity can vary from one person to another in terms of definitions, but the one that matters the most is the one that you have. And let's get even more specific about that question. When do you feel like you're being your authentic self? And you can also ask this. When do you not feel like being yourself? like you're being yourself, like you're being authentic. This is a topic that comes up a lot in my coaching practice, especially when discussing how to navigate internal politics at work. I have been coaching for many years and I'm yet to meet someone who loves navigating internal politics and who just loves organizational dynamics and and gets really excited about it. But maybe you're one of those. And if you are, I'd love to speak to you. But the things that I often hear are, I don't do politics. I'm not that kind of person. I hate internal politics. I'm not a hypocrite. I've heard that one too. Or, you know, talking about a particular stakeholder, whether it's a boss or a colleague or sometimes even a relative, right? Um, I'll hear things like, I can't stand the way that person communicates. Why should I be the one to adapt? And I get it. And there's definitely some validity to all of these points. And here's the idea I would like you to consider. You and I naturally adapt to all kinds of situations in our day-to-day life. The way I speak to my best friend over coffee is not the same way I would speak to my 70-year-old aunt. The way I would speak to a boss is not the same way I would speak to a client necessarily or even my yoga teacher and so forth. And I'm pretty confident the same applies to you. And here's a key idea I want you to play with. There is nothing wrong with adapting to different situations. But I would never encourage anyone to be fake in order to fit in. Because there is something around being fake that, to me, brings up manipulation, being calculating, the hypocrisy that I mentioned earlier, and just inauthenticity. And, first of all, it's not sustainable. Um, And who wants that? It's not desirable either. Like we want to be able to feel like we're being true, right? So how do you do that? How do you adapt without losing your true colors along the way? Because this is one of the risks, right? Is that you chameleon yourself so much. You morph into so many different roles and situations that 
you can get to the point, you and I could get to a point where it's just like, I don't even know who I am anymore. And obviously that's not where I want you to be heading. So the key to avoid that is to make sure that when you look at different expressions of yourself, so expressions are like versions of yourself, you know that the way you show up in life, the way you show up in X situation, looking at it, you're still able to recognize yourself. You know, like, yeah, this is me. This is just a version of me, but I can definitely recognize it. Yeah, that's me. So how do you adapt without losing yourself? First, it's really, really important to get clear on your core values. And what I mean by core values is the guiding principle, the things that are important to you in life, right? And you can just do a quick Google search um, and, and, and find a, a list of, of values and maybe select your top 10. And then within those top 10s, like highlight your core three or five. And once you have, you've identified those core values, like the things that matter to you the most, or for some of us, sometimes, you know, you might have done that a few years ago, whether it's with a coach or at work or like in a personal development uh, event, you might need to refresh your memory and some of your values might have evolved. So revisit them, right? Revisit your values if necessary. And then think back of the questions that I asked you at the start of the episode. What does it mean to you to be authentic? And when do you feel most authentic? In other words, when do you feel like you're really yourself or that you feel like, yeah, this thing that I'm doing or this thing that I'm involved in or this place where I am, it feels aligned. It just works. It clicks, right? So Answer those questions. Uh, You can pause the episode or maybe come back to it after you finish. And once you've reflected on that, I want to invite you to do a little bit of a, maybe let's call it a quirky reframe. Um, And I really want to share that with you because every time I've used this uh, reframe with my clients, I've had quite a few, I've witnessed quite a few aha moments. And also it's come with the, I don't know, this, this level of lightheartedness, like this isn't bad. Like really, we can, we can lighten up about it. It's not as big of a deal as um, it felt initially. So I'll walk you through it. You adapting how you communicate to get through to someone. Let's just say someone that you perhaps don't particularly respect or appreciate at work, but whom you need to complete a project with, right? So you, you really need that person. You can't just block them. You can't just eliminate them. Like they're a part of that project. You have to work with them. So I want you to think of adapting to that person's uh, particular style, the same way you would think of adapting to the weather. Bear with me. Now, I do not like rainy days. And trust me, I had my fair share in the 13 years I've lived in. I lived in London, but I I just don't like rain, right? But the fact that I don't like rain does not mean that I would stubbornly wear my non-rain friendly clothes when it's pouring outside. Like that just would make no sense. And I like to think that most of us try to dress appropriately for the weather, whether we like it or not, right? Now, the rain-friendly clothes uh, may not be your favorites, right? But they're still coming out of your closet. They're still in your closet. They're in there. They're in your wardrobe. 
they are yours and you wear them when you must wear them whether you know you like that or not but you know that it must be done and it's a little bit the same uh, when it comes to people we can adapt our communication style the same way we adapt our wardrobe to the weather only this time we can look at it as a social weather it's still us we're just adjusting to a situation to make sure that our needs are met like the need to get our message to land for the other person, to be understood, and making sure that the way we relay that message is the one that best fits our audience, the same way you would pick your clothes to best fit the weather outside. So that's it for today. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, feel free to contact me via my website, fadelahilali.com, or reach out to me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Fadella Hilali.